Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that gives you a window into the personal partnership adventures of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. Let me introduce you to today's guest. I'm super excited to bring you today's guest because it's me. Yeah, this is episode 000. It's our primary episode that actually gives us a chance, well, for me to share with you why is this podcast out here anyhow? And and actually, I thought it'd be fun for me to go through the questions I actually ask our guests so you can hear my answers to those questions and get to know me a little better. So sit back and relax. Now, for those of you who don't know me from before, my name's Ken Bechtel. I'm a speaker, an educator, and the producer and host of Speaking of Partnership. I grew up in a small family farm back in central Illinois, and I grew up believing that not needing anyone was a good thing. I should be able to do it all myself. And I wore this badge of self-sufficiency and independence proudly. That is until I realized it wasn't really a badge. It was armor and it was keeping me from having the amazing experiences that partnership provides. So I decided to partner with leaders from all walks of life to bring you stories of where have we tripped up? Where have we triumphed in partnerships? Because my passion is in helping you to experience the power and the payoffs of partnership. And by understanding and appreciating the opposite sex, you can actually feel safe, feel confident, feel understood in your personal, your professional, and your family partnerships. And that's what my work's all about. Oh, and I live in Colorado with my lady, Lavana and our dog, Mikey. When I start the show, I'd like to ask our guests what kind of, of kind of guiding principle, or maybe it's a quote or a mantra or something that, that keeps them on track regarding partnerships. And for me, that would have to be a quote that came from my dad, Wayne Bechtel. He said this to me all the time when I was a kid. It drove me nuts. I hated it. But then I started to understand it. And what he would say is, can't never did anything. And whenever I was going on about, oh, I can't do this, Dad. I can't do that. I'm not tall enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not whatever. And I had my excuse bag. He would just look at me and go, well, can't never did anything. And like I said, it drove me nuts when I was a kid because there was no way to argue with that. But the reality is that's a very true statement. And when you think about that in regards to partnership, there's no limit to what you can do and who you can partner with. I've been so incredibly fortunate this, this show is a great example. The people that I've reached out to and said, hey, here's the show. I'm doing this thing on partnership. I would love to have you on the show. People that I've studied with for years, people I've read their books, I've always wanted to like just get a chance to hear anything they say, and I listen to everything I can find from them or read everything I can find from them. We're so generous. And we're like, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to do that. That would have never happened if I jumped into my excuse bag and just said, Oh, well, I can't do that because fill in the blank. So can't never did anything is my guiding principle. It kind of keeps me on the track when I start to go off in the weeds and go, um, um, I, I, there's no way I can do that. Well, I just hear my dad saying that and it gets me back online. I know one of the things that listeners love about this show, probably more than any other part of the show, is the stories because our focus is on, on 
what are the stories, the actual experiences that our guests have had that either were kind of a, a screw up, you know, a time things didn't go so well in partnership or, hey, a time when things just rocked. I'm going to start with the question I start with our, our, all of our guests, which is, what's a time when I tripped up in partnership? You know, what was going on? How did I trip up and so on? And, and you know, what did I learn from that? What, what helped me move forward? And I got to tell you, this, this one goes back to, I guess it was, it was August of 2000. And at the time I was engaged, my fiance's name was Emily, and, and we'd been together for three and a half years. She came home one beautiful, warm Wednesday evening. I'll never forget this. It's so clear in my mind still. And she told me she wanted to end our relationship. Like I said, we'd been together for three and a half years. We'd moved across the country together, created a home. Our wedding date was set. We had everything booked. As far as I was concerned, we were all set to go, and now it was over. And I was crushed. See, I, I had always believed I was going to be different. I wasn't going to be another entry in the list of failed relationships. You know, I, I, my marriage was going to be a huge success. Turns out I didn't even make it to the altar. I remember thinking, you know, wow, this, this must be what dying feels like. I was confused. I felt stupid. I felt abandoned. I mean, it was just endless. I can, I can still see myself. I was wandering around in our backyard, just walking in big circles. And I was just kind of mumbling to myself, how, how, how can this be? How could I have been so blind? And what it actually ended up causing me to do is really dive deep inside myself. Because I needed some answers. I needed to figure out what went wrong. And as it turns out, I went to one of my uh, clairvoyant mentors. Her name's Mary. And she looked one look at my energy and she just said, oh, Ken, you've got a blind spot. Everybody does. Matter of fact, no one can see their blind spot. And your blind spot, it's that you, you aren't open to being loved. So you attract women into your life who aren't either. And you're going to continue that pattern unless you address this blind spot. Well, that did two things. One, it was a huge wake-up call. And yeah, I had a blind spot. No question about it. And as it turns out, blind spots sit right next to our brilliance. And since we can't see what's in our blind spot, our mind thinks, well, there's nothing there. But there is. And what's in our blind spot is the thing that keeps tripping us up and keeping us from having productive partnerships. Now, you see, what was the hardest part for me about this was I had had people ask me for relationship advice since I was in the fourth grade. I thought this was my thing. I had this down. This is my brilliance. Well, it turns out it was also the home of my blind spot. So for me, the biggest trip up was the idea that experience somehow excludes you from having blind spots because reality is it doesn't. So we're going to switch gears a little bit here and we're actually going to dive into a story of when I had a duh moment regarding partnership. And I'm talking about one of those times when you sit there and smack yourself upside the head and go, man, I can't believe I was such a knucklehead. How did I miss this? And the time I came to mind when I thought about this was, and maybe a lot of you can relate to this, I don't know, but when my engagement became a disengagement, when my fiance said she wanted out of the relationship, in that instant, all the red flags I had disregarded became so clear in my memory. 
Some of the flags were, you know, from words that were said or things that were done. And some were from those red flags you get in your gut. You know, that when deep down you know something's not right, but you want what you're going towards so badly. Just like I wanted our relationship to be a success so badly. I thought, well, you know, if I ignore this, then it doesn't really matter. Wrong. Big dumb moment, right? You might be thinking, uh, yeah, I can remember when I did that. Because for me, it, it wasn't that I didn't pay attention to what was said or done. It was when I didn't listen to my yes, my gut. That was my dumb moment. It woke me up to recognizing the yes that I get inside my gut, that that's my compass, that it's screaming out to keep me on track for what serves my highest good. And when I dismiss that, no matter how crazy it seems in the moment, it's a huge mistake. It's actually that, that dumb moment, that wake-up call, it's why I created the Follow Your Yes Friday episode of this podcast, Speaking of Partnership. See, in my 20 years of research regarding partnerships, I found that one of the missing components in many partnerships, doesn't matter if it's family or romantic or, or business, we forget or we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells you what that next step is. Instead, we're, we're trying to be in partnership, just operating solely from our head, analyzing everything, disregarding what our gut's telling us. Or, you know, sometimes we actually, we do recognize what our yes is. We, we start to follow it, but we don't really own it. We don't defend it. We don't, we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. Somebody else puts their yes on the table and we go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's better. And we just throw ours aside. And then we proceed in a relationship based on somebody else's yes. The whole idea behind Follow Your Yes Friday is it's designed to help our listeners think, what was your yes from the stories you heard from our guests this week? It's an invitation to take that yes and follow it. One thing I know is that every yes I follow has led to another yes. And as you start going from yes to yes to yes, life begins to flow, and it can be the same for you too. So that was my dumb moment for sure. Let's dive into our next topic, which is actually a proud moment. One of the proudest moments in partnership. One thing I've noticed is when I think of proud moments in partnership, they, it's like I can't help but smile. So what's one of those for you, Ken? Well, Ken, I'm glad you asked. Actually, the first one that came to mind when, when I thought about this question was, I guess it was probably, geez, close to 12 years ago. Uh, a very good friend of mine, Jeffrey Allen, was invited to teach in Africa and do some courses over there and work with some folks. And he asked me to join him. And so we decided, yep, this is going to happen. We're going to go there for a month and do all this. We we're actually going to Uganda, Africa, to uh, uh, the capital of Kampala. We were totally flying by the seat of our pants. Neither one of us had ever done this before. And... It was, it was a big undertaking. It was the most expensive plane ticket I'd ever purchased. It was the longest trip I'd ever taken, both in miles and time off. I took an entire month of unpaid leave from work because this was a yes for me. My gut was telling me, you need to go. 
it was interesting because when we were we were planning the trip and and we decided well let's let's kind of set some goals for this trip and we made the intention that we wanted well we wanted to make sure that at the very least we generated enough revenue from the trip to to cover all of our expenses flight lodging food you name it everything and yet the day before we left we had only one person signed up for the class and only one private session scheduled but we just kept trusting we kept going okay this is going to work. We don't know how, but we got the ticket, so we may as well go now. There were endless things that lined up because we just trusted. We trusted this gal named Pam, who neither one of us have ever met. She was a local there that was going to kind of be our manager and our, our, our guide for the entire month. And she was incredible. I trusted Jeffrey. He trusted me. We trusted our students. We trusted our hosts, everyone around us in this totally unfamiliar environment. And the classes and the clients just kept showing up. And when we returned, we, we actually did the numbers, you know, sat down and figured out, you know, well, how much should we make and so on. And we found out we generated exactly $5 more than all of our expenses for the trip. And what I learned from this was two things. And it's two big lessons that really make me smile. And the first one is, if you trust the universe, it's going to provide. And that the how is none of my business. And the second thing I learned from this is you get what you ask for in partnerships. So you better be clear about it. So that what I would say is probably my proudest moment. I know we've been talking a lot about past experiences in partnership. And so I'm, I'm going to bring the conversation in the present. What I'd like to know is what's a partnership that's exciting right now? I would have to say the most exciting partnership I have right now is... It's this show, it's speaking of partnership, and it's because of the partnership I have with my guests. I mentioned earlier, I've been able to, to you know, interview some of the most incredible people in the world, people I have looked up to my entire life, and their generosity and giving me that time, the, their insights and their experiences and sharing those with me and sharing those with you, as well as the partnership I have with you, Everyone who's listening to the show, everyone who comes here and feels the value of what's going on and how much it inspires them and takes them to another level in their partnerships, that is, it's incredible. It's the most amazing experience. And I, I know it's what I need to be doing. I have no doubt in my mind, every single time I get done with an interview with someone, I'm so energized, so full of life. It is the most incredibly fulfilling thing I've ever done. And that is that partnership, the trust to ask these people for their time and for their energy and for their insights and their willingness to trust me and be in partnership with me that way. Many of them never heard of me in their life. And yet we're willing to have that partnership to trust that there's something bigger and better and greater that can come of the two of us working together or the three of us working together when I interview couples. It is amazing. All right, folks. Well, there's a last part of the show, and the show is called Bring It All Home. This is when we take away, we stay, well, we don't take away, we step back from stories, and we get to simple, concrete guidance. So you as a listener can take this information and improve your partnerships right now. And where I always start is what is the best partnership or relationship advice you've ever received? And for me, I think it's, this may sound odd, but it's the phrase, why be normal? And the reason that's so impactful for me is, again, I, I grew up in a small town in, in central Illinois. 
everybody was pretty normal. There were If you did anything the slightest out of the ordinary, everybody knew it and you were kind of put out on the curb. So I thought I was pretty normal growing up. And a good friend of mine, Gina, came up to me one day and she hands me this keychain. And all it says on it, it's black with white letters and it says, why be normal? A little plastic, you know, keychain you get at the, the trinket shop. And I go, what, don't you think I'm normal? And she goes, not even close. And in that moment, that comment was such a compliment to me, which I never expected because I thought I was normal. I thought that's what everybody wanted to be. But her saying that changed me to the point where, honestly, I don't, I don't carry a keychain. I hate having extra stuff in my pocket. But I put that keychain on my keys that moment, and it never came off until it fell off. That's how much that mattered to me. Consider for yourself, where are you being normal? And ask yourself who that serves. Because nobody by nature is normal. Because normal means the same or expected. But we're all unique. So why be normal when you could be you? That's my best advice. So the second question in the bring it all home portion is, what book or resource would you recommend to our listeners and why? And I actually have two of them. And the first one is called The Spirit of Intimacy. And I know I'm going to mess up the author's name. It's Sobonfu Some. I'll spell it. S-O-B-O-N-F-U. Last name is S-O-M-E. And this book is about African teachings in the ways of relationships. And what it speaks to is how much bigger the partnership is than just the couple. How it takes the whole community. It's that entire environment. Everyone around them not only can play a role in supporting and and helping that couple, but they are affected by that couple. It is a bigger partnership than just two. That's what I love about this book. Absolutely amazing book. The second book, totally different area, but it applies all over partnerships. And this book is entitled The Power of Starting Something Stupid. How to Crush Fear, Make Dreams Happen, and Live Without Regret. And it's by Richie Norton, N-O-R-T-O-N. As you can imagine, this is more of a business focus, but you can take the principles there and apply them to any aspect of your life. Just as much as you might go, oh, that's stupid for me to, I don't know, start this business. You may have the same exact thought about going and asking someone out. You can apply these principles everywhere. So those are the two books that I recommend. Now, the last question in our Bring It All Home portion is, quite simply, what what is an example of a payoff of partnership? On this one, I do have a little story I want to add in here, and that is because it's a very specific situation that happened that most people can't relate to directly. And what that is, is uh, I think it was 2006. I was part of a, a program called Steps Across America, and we literally walked from New York City, from Chelsea Pier in New York City, to Santa Monica Pier in California. We walked that far, and there were 12 of us, and we were, we were brought together to actually celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Presidential Council on Fitness. That thing that, you know, the shuttle run and the push-ups and the pull-ups and all that stuff you did in in grade school, it was the 50th anniversary. Now, none of us had met each other before. We didn't know each other. Actually, there was one couple, but otherwise, none of us knew each other. We ranged from like 23, I think it was, to 65. And all over the country, all age groups, all backgrounds. And then we show up in New York, we have to partner with, you know, the media and the, the sponsors and the celebrities that are involved. And, of course, the Presidential Council on Fitness and all of this. 
the reason I bring this up as the biggest payoff is what I realized was it had nothing to do with those big partnerships we have with sponsors and media and so on. The most important partnership of that was the one I had with the one other person that I walked with each day. That partnership was there to keep us safe. It was there to keep us strong and sane. And what we did for each other was huge. In this case, the very smallest partnership, just two people out of all these organizations and all these groups, they were vital because without that partnership that we had as partners walking, the whole event wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have happened if we hadn't been able to be there for each other every single day. Some days you felt better than others. Some days you were having you know, personal issues or you were tired of the sun or whatever it was. And we were there in partnership for each other. Total strangers until we started walking. And it was unbelievable experience. So for me, that's a huge payoff. When you can actually find what's the little thing that we may dismiss. Oh, it's not the big thing. It's not the one that gets the headlines. But that's the biggest partnership that matters. So I invite you to look for that in your, in your life. Where does that show up for you? Thank you for listening. This has been our introductory 000 episode. Hopefully you have a better insight into who I am, why I'm doing this, why I have such passion for bringing you these stories. And uh, I look forward to having you subscribe to the podcast and listen to us every day, Monday through Friday. Be well. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.